Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Elliot Confidential Podcast. I'm Aaron, joined here by my father and my brother, Christopher and Aiden. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you, Aiden? I'm doing very good. How about you guys? I think, well, I think Aiden just woke up. He just rolled out of bed and started recording this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But it's good for the viewer because now they get my morning voice. Um, yeah, I guess so. We are in Nicosia, Cyprus, also known as Lefkosia by the natives here. It is a divided city, and today is Independence Day. Yeah, it's October 1st. Yeah, we're doing a same-day podcast. <laughs> we're living dangerously. Um, and Aiden, you were up a little bit late last night, and you saw all the bands out on the street playing. Yeah. Well, what was that like? Oh, uh, they were definitely partying the day before. Uh, I... It was actually uh, so crazy and loud that I was surprised that you guys didn't wake up, and I'm worried about how loud it's going to be tonight. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Because that was the, the pregame. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, it was. We're going to have to go to the store and get you some earplugs. Yeah, because our room, we're staying in an apartment on the, or in the third floor, and so uh, your room is right next to the street, and Aaron and I are staying in a room that is a little bit closer to the inside of the apartment, so we don't get as much noise. Mm-hmm. For good reason. So this week's question is, uh, have you ever been to a divided city? It could be Berlin uh, or Nicosia. It could be any city that's just divided in any way. So it doesn't have to be divided by a border. It can be you know, just divided by maybe uh, on one side of the tracks, you've got one neighborhood and on the other side, you've got another neighborhood or oh, whatever. You know what? Spokane. Spokane oh. is definitely divided in that way. Yeah. Now, Spokane, uh, just for clarification, is, is really where we have our mailing address when we're not out uh, gallivanting around the globe. And it is definitely a divided city. Yeah, you have one side that is kind of the picturesque. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. Very Old well homes. kept, very clean. Yeah. Um, lots of suburban homes where a lot of people live. And uh, it's just great. And, and you have very nice grocery stores as well, uh, kind of trendy as well. Like Rocket Market, yeah. Yeah. And you go over the, the train tracks, and it is trailer parks. It's, it's I-90. It's I-90. You go, and it's, yeah, not a very good neighborhood across I-90. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's very bad across I-90. You just have homeless people, and it's very poor. And that's very unfortunate, because Spokane is a really nice place, but oh, yeah. it's very divided. You know? yep. It is. It, and I think highways and uh, train, like railways, also can divide a city and create Essentially, two different experiences. Oh, yeah. So tell us about yours in the comments. Push the big red button and let us know, and we'll read your comments on the next podcast. They say that Nicosia is the last divided capital, and it is very divided because the Turkish army invaded the country and kind of partitioned it off. So now part of Nicosia is Turkish, and then the, the top 25% of the country, like the, the northern part, is all uh, controlled by the, the Turkish army. And then the south is part of Cyprus and part of the EU. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just a, a fascinating, an actual divide through the city. It's just very fascinating. And um, we're hoping to explore more of that. Yeah, it's interesting because half of Old Town Nicosia is basically divided. It's a, like a little circle. Mm -hmm. And I imagine there's a wall behind, uh, wall around that city a long, long time ago. But now that, that little circle is like cut in half. Yeah, it's it is. Fascinating to look at on a map. Well, we should talk about that because we actually took our passports and crossed into the Turkish part of town. And yeah. what did we find there, Ida? Great food. <laughs> yes. 
They did have a good vegan restaurant. That and also liked. a very nice traditional architecture. They did not change anything. Yeah. But they also have uh, kept it, you know, in very nice condition. So you'll walk around and you'll see these old buildings that aren't as dirty as you would think. They, they you know, they, they, they're well used. They, but, yeah, they're, but they're vintage they're not, for sure. They're not yeah. run down though. Uh, and, you know, everyone there speaks Turkish, obviously. And then there's the statues glorifying their Turkish leaders, uh, of course. But um, they use Turkish lira there, and it's, um, there's a very good exchange rate. So you can buy a lot of things for not a lot of money because of the price difference. But um, I do feel a little bit you know, uncomfortable because it is the whole politics of the situation is incredibly messy. And I know mm -hmm. that there are people on the other side who feel very strongly about um, the division of Cyprus, and they, uh, they think that going across the border is just treasonous. Uh, we, we went just to explore and see what it was like, but I can definitely understand and sympathize with people who have lost property or lost loved ones in uh, the invasion, and uh, we're definitely not taking sides here. We just understand how that people have, do have strong feelings about what happened. What I find especially ironic about the situation is that you go to the Turkish side, and then they have a statue of their great leader, Mustafa At Ataturk, mm -hmm. or whatever the heck they call yeah. him. And one interesting fact about Ataturk is he was born in Thessaloniki, Greece. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't make that up. And he was the one who, uh, I think there was a Turkish revolution. Yeah, unified Turkey, basically. Yeah, unified yeah. Turkey. And that's the same Turkey that took over Greek islands. Uh, this, uh, this, this island, basically. It's a very Greek island. We place. were having a conversation this morning about that, and that Greece and Turkey are a little bit like the Tom and Jerry cartoons that you see, is they just love to hate each other. They love to fight. Um, they're always, there's always something going on that's making things very interesting in this part of the world. But like I said, we're staying out of it. We're just visiting. That's all. The best thing about that, though, is when Greeks and Turks interact with each other, it's in English. That's right. So on the internet, when you see them fighting, you can understand what That's they're right. saying. And it is the most hilarious thing ever. See, I can't figure out which language is more difficult, Greek or Turk, Greece or, or Greek or Turkish, because uh, they're both. You've got the Greek letters, which are, you know, you've got to learn the alphabet first. And then Turkish is like a very, very difficult language to learn as well. It's and closely related to Japanese. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just the world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> it's I guess so, so strange. Yeah. Um, the whole history, uh, it's kind of surreal, you know? They came from the mountains of Asia. It's closely related to Mongolians and things like that. And then the Mongolians pushed them to, you know, Roman territory, and they were the barbarians that took over, you know, uh, is not Izmir. They took over uh, basically what is now Turkey and uh, Istanbul, right. which used to be Constantinople, which is crazy. It's a crazy history. Well, anyone who was not Roman was a barbarian. So they were like, everyone were, we would have been barbarians too. Yeah, yeah. But also there were like Syrians living here. Yeah. The Turkish, uh, like the uh, Turkish people originally came from the mountains of, of, uh, uh, of Asia, which yeah. is crazy to think. I know you having a good time here. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. We've had very good food, and as long as we have good food, I'm happy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Today we discovered something. So I don't know if we talked about this last podcast, but there is a uh, Cypriot pastry called mm. the tahina pita. It is mm. like tahini and pita. Just combine those words, you get tahina pita, and it is great. If you have a kitchen at home and you like cooking, make those. 
It's good stuff. <laughs> it's like I a, don't know. It's like a cinnamon roll, but it's basically vegan, and um, we enjoyed we enjoy it very much. I think we talked about those on the last podcast, so we're really enjoying those. Um, Heck, we have yeah. a big coffee shop culture here in Nicosia as well. We were just out walking and on some street corners, you can go to each corner has its own coffee shop. It's very similar in that sense to Paris, which also loves its coffee shops. But of course, the coffee here is very different. It's extremely strong. It is, um, yeah, they don't mess around. I had a, I, I have switched to decaf. And I asked for a decaf coffee, and it was very strong, but it was decaf. I think it was decaf. Am I talking fast? Do you think I'm talking fast? Maybe I'm talking fast. Maybe it was caffeine. Maybe they had caffeine in it. I don't know. Well, I have to say this one thing. Uh, one interesting fact about Greece is that the frappe is technically a Greek invention. It was invented in the, some Greek national fair. Look this up. I'm not making this up. The frappe. So when you get a frappe at like it's Starbucks, Greek. it's Greek. Yeah. It is not French. It's Greek. Even though it has like a, a little accent, we uh, we went to the uh, Cyprus Museum, which is only a few steps away from where we live. It is the oldest and largest archaeological museum in Nicosia and in Cyprus, and it had all kinds of. We had no idea that Cyprus had such a rich history, yeah. starting in the Neolithic era. Some of the exhibits were from there, all the way to the Bronze Age. There were all of these exhibits and things and we saw I think the most fascinating thing was this Roman bed from eight the eighth century BC. Yeah. And it looked like a regular bed. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. People have been on this island for almost ten thousand years. It's crazy to think about that, but yeah. it's true. And so you have had a lot of different people, a lot of different rule come into this island. And it's been a very strategic I mean, everyone yeah. wants a little piece of Cyprus. It's true. I think that we were just joking around while we were leaving the museum that people, I think that it was a, uh, a pastime. They would say, well, what do you want to do? I'm kind of bored. They'd say, I don't know, let's invade Cyprus. Because so many people have invaded this place and occupied it. You know, you have, right now you have the Turkish army occupying part of the island, but before you had Britain, and that's what Independence Day is about, is... Uh, independence from Britain on October 1st, I think it was 1960. And then before that, you had uh, Romans and uh, you know, various other cultures that uh, staked a claim here yeah. in Cyprus. I think that people here are just like, okay, who's going to invade us next? I don't know. It's island life. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the perils of living on an island. Um, we have also done a lot of walking while we're here exploring neighborhoods. And one of the things that we did was to there's a, a little park mm -hmm. it's along a creek and it is we like to call it the cat park because there are so many cats here they're just all over the place yeah and there's a they're really really friendly cats too especially in that park so if you come here definitely check out the parks that they have because you'll never believe they even exist because you think wow this is a very urban place and then you know, you find a right trail over to the park and it's like, wow, this is not very urban. This is like wilderness. You can find uh, this park like under highways and it's almost hard to believe that it exists. Yeah, and don't forget the cat food too, because the cats will come up to you and yeah. ask for food. They're very, very forward. Yeah, yeah. Those cats are very friendly too. They'll just, they'll wait for you in the middle of the road. They'll come up to you and they're like, pet me now. I know, yeah. really. Another thing to look out for while you're in Cyprus, if you come here, is that this place has very interesting architecture. 
buildings, really interesting, um, like super sci-fi looking buildings. Got to check it out. And it's mixed with sort of the old architecture. And, and uh, it's, it's just very interesting. You've got to see it to believe it. In our last podcast, we were in Larnaca. We were sharing a resort with Russians. And we got a lot of reaction to that one, including some comments. Our uh, question of the week then was, where have you gone where you found yourself not being the target demographic? And, and Aiden is going to read our comments. Mickey writes, on a trip to Japan, I visited the Golden Pavilion in Kyoto and came upon a group of middle school girls on a field trip. They merely said hello to me in English and insisted that I stand in the middle of their class photo. <laughs> me in my raincoat and three dozen girls in black uniforms. I'm sure those young women now look at the picture and say, who was that lady? I love it. Totally out of place, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess that place was meant for um, middle school aged girls. Uh, yeah. Karen writes, my sister has a wild hair that we had to visit this small town in India to see the Havelis that were disappearing and look at the beautiful art. We were booked in a hotel in town. It was definitely local. The key to our room was at least 10 inches long and weighed five pounds. <laughs> Jeez. There was no menu for dinner. The light where we ate was so low that the food could not be identified. Oh, oh, that's not great. Oh, no. There was no meat. Okay. And everything was cooked to death. Okay, well, that, 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 yeah, that, that may that, be a good thing. That part is uh, important, probably. There were limited spices. We came back to the room and had protein bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is definitely a good substitute. We've done that before. The art painted on the walls was lovely and sadly disappearing. Huh? Was lovely and sadly... Oh, maybe it was like eroding away. Some people would not be in the same room with us. We were clearly unchaperoned women. It was a great experience in local culture. Tara writes, in a torrential downpour on the Mayan Rivera, my husband and I pulled into a resort until it was safe to drive again. To our great surprise, we were the only non-Germans in the place. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Personally, I love the unexpected. So we quickly tucked into a couple of Bavarian beers and waited out the storm while listening to an Oompa band. That sounds very schön. I can think of worse things than uh, drinking beer and listening to an umpa band. Yeah. Well, we had so much fun hanging out with you guys and talking about Cyprus. There is more to come. We're going to be in Cyprus for a couple of more weeks, and then we're going to head off to our next destination, which is a mystery. We still don't know where we are. In the meantime, though, we have our question of the week, which is, tell us about your divided city stories. It doesn't matter how the city was divided. It could be divided by a river or the railroad or an interstate highway or a border like Cyprus. Love to hear about it and your experiences on both sides. This has been the Elliot Confidential Podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, and we'll see you later. All right. Bye. Ciao. See you.